0: Life with Brent and Jeff. Mondays for a hate Mondays they make me so steamed. Weekends for the weekends. Oh, oh,
1: oh, 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 oh. All right, that was "Can't Hide" by December Radio, and this is the Altar Life with Brent and Jeff. We're here, we're clear. Get used to it. Was up? <laughs> Welcome. We got another great topic for you tonight. Brent, sorry, give you your chance to say hello as well. I just said, was I uh, yeah. welcome. Brent <laughs> likes to bring those things back from the year 2000. Yeah,
0: <laughs> that's the decade I was cool at. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> you mean the year?
1: Yeah, the actual <laughs> year of 2000. You were at your coolest. Uh, yeah, yeah that's too bad. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But uh, tonight's, true statement. Though, yeah. I think <laughs> like tonight's about. new topic is loving the light, and we're going to be in John three, and also in Ephesians five and First John one, and everywhere, everywhere in the Bible, we're going to be jumping back and forth and having fun. We're going to do word study on the word light. Yeah, so whatever shows up in the Bible, we're going to talk about
0: tonight. <laughs> and we've extended the show for another two
1: hours after the two hours. So Ezra it's a chapter two. Show. No, I'm just <laughs> Nahum says this anyway, in his history. book, and um, we're here, and we're excited to be talking about another new topic for you. Just want to remind you, as you're sitting listening, don't forget to check out our website. Make a note for yourself in your phone, or your iPhone, or your iTouch, or whatever you have, in your Blackberry, mm, Blackberries, I love them, uh, <laughs> make a note <laughs> to check out our website. Um, actually, you probably have the internet on your phone, so just send us a little email, that would be fun, too. But anyway, <laughs> we never want to forget to tell you guys because we want you to know it's there so that you take advantage <laughs> yeah, of everything that's plugging. out there. We want to just make sure it's we plug good. it. Plug, plug, plug. Yeah, plug, so. All life, plug. <laughs> Let's jump in. Yeah. John chapter 3. We all know the verses. Uh, for God to love the world, that he gave his only begotten son. And he goes on and he says, you know, he talks about how the son didn't come to condemn the world. That's not why Jesus came. He didn't come to condemn everybody. He came to save them. And he basically is saying because the world was condemned when he got here. And he was the one that was sent to save the world. Um, In verse 19 of chapter 3, he says, And this is the condemnation, that the light has come into the world, and men loved darkness rather than light, because their deeds were evil. For everyone practicing evil hates the light and does not come to the light, lest his deeds should be exposed. But he who does the truth comes to the light, that his deeds may be clearly seen, that they have been done in God. That's where we're going to be making camp tonight talking about loving the light you know we we know what loving the darkness is we've probably all been there at one point in our life um but loving the light and really taking advantage of that gift that god has given us the gift of the holy spirit to reveal and the way his word shines a light into our lives to cut out the garbage it's funny how people when they do something good they're the first ones to like jump in
0: the spotlight and go hey look what i did (laughs) and when they do something bad they're the first ones to like hide you know, yeah, run and hide, and that's the concept. Yeah. You know, it's just we got to apply it spiritually now and say, you know, those who are in the light spiritually tend to want to be out there and show that they're in the light, but people who are not in the light tend to want to uh, hide and kind of keep it
1: in the dark. And shh. let's,
0: let's yeah. not talk about
1: that, shall we? <laughs> and the first song we played was "Can't Hide" by December right because it's like we think that we can, and it's so funny because we would admit and we would say, "Oh, well, I know God can see everything I do," but we don't act like we think that. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, um, you know, it starts with back in the garden where they hid themselves after they sinned. There There you go. Now we're living that way ever since.
0: And uh, we're talking about this light versus darkness. And I think one of the gripping phrases in the verses, Jeff, 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 you read a little while ago was, men love darkness rather than light. And that's the sad state of affairs is that in our flesh, we love the darkness. We love, our flesh loves the things that it's gravitating towards. You know, the sin, the stuff that, drags us down the darkness i mean we kind of our flesh tends to want to like that stuff and men who are um in the darkness they love that that that's why they're there that's why they're doing it because they like it (laughs) it's not like they're you know suffering to sin it's not the way it goes (laughs) uh so they love it and that's what christ is pointing out they're in the darkness because they love it yeah and it's it's not a you know just oh i found myself in sin and i found myself in darkness. No, you love it. That's why. No, you love it. That's yeah. why you're there. <laughs> you, you love it. You love it. Don't you lie. Yeah. But you want to date me. <laughs> Christ wants <No. laughs> us to love the light. And that's what we're going to be talking about for the rest of the night. All right, that was Jason Morant. song was called Open. Open. Open wide. That's how we should live our lives. Open. Yeah. In front of the Lord, in front of each other. Um, there's freedom in that. There's forgiveness in that. And uh, we often are so deceived. This is a this is a topic where we're going to just talk about how deceived we can be as humans. You know, we're always in this place. You know, we have the flesh. It doesn't go away, no matter how close to the Lord you become. The you know the flesh doesn't like get less fleshly. Um, it's still the gross, darkness loving thing that it is. And um, we get so deceived. The enemy tries to deceive us into thinking that, you know, if we can live with that little bit of it, you know, then we can be, be we'll be all right. Don't have to worry about it. And we can hang on to those things, small things, you know, they're just small, you know, yeah. that that, <laughs> that we love. And um, sometimes the Lord, and the Lord's always calling us to let those things go and to confess those things and to walk in the light as he is in the light. And um, there's so many verses that kind of talk about the light topic But living opens one big thing that I think the Lord wants us to do.
1: Yeah, because Hebrews four thirteen says, (laughs) um, "No creature is hidden from His sight, but all things are naked and open to the eyes of Him to whom we must give account." And uh, you know, there's there's a lot of verses in the Bible that talk about the deceitfulness of sin, and that's what you know we're all deceived, and that's what Brent was talking about. And and sin is a big part of that because the enemy, he's the great deceiver, and he's gonna make whatever you're involved in seem so okay and And walking in the light and being honest and up front, he's going to make that seem like the most difficult, the most painful, the most disgusting you know, unwanted situation. He's going to paint it in such a way that you're going to just be like, no, I could never do that I would never give up this darkness to go and be in the light you know, I'll get sunburned (laughs) you know, it's too bright and we make it like it's like this big negative thing like we're Dracula or something and you know, there's like clothes of garlic and Cru- crucifixes and, you know, got to go. The wicked witch on the woods and just got <laughs> doused by water. <laughs> and I'm melting. You know? <laughs> That's what it's like, though. we like, we got to get back in our coffins of death, you know, before sun sunlight comes back. It's like opposite of Cinderella or whatever. Maybe it's the same as Cinderella. Anyway. <laughs> um,
0: we should have probably started with this one verse, though, in First John 5, and there's a topic about loving the light. You know, verse, I'm sorry, First John 1, verse 5 says, This is the message. The message is, That God is light and in him is no darkness at all. And of course the enemy knows that. The enemy knows that God is completely light and there's no darkness. So what does he try to do? He tries to mix in and get us to the dark side. Um, Because he knows then we won't have fellowship with our Savior and our Creator. And if we don't have fellowship with God, then that's eternal darkness and that's bad and then we can't be effective for the kingdom and you know it just reeks it goes on and on from there so <laughs> the first thing to pillar to stand on here is what First John says in saying that God is light and in him there is no darkness at all so he doesn't have any darkness and nor can he have fellowship with darkness um, so that's step one yeah <laughs> and then step two is where does that put us yeah
1: and, it puts uh, us in a tight spot yeah <laughs> especially if we're loving the darkness mm-hmm. and um You know, one of the most difficult things that has ever been said to me, but also probably one of the most healing things, uh, is when someone said to me, a pastor said to me, you have this problem because you love sin more than you love Jesus. And if Jesus called himself the light of the world and God says in his word that God is light, then that's essentially it. We love this darkness, this sin more than we love God, but that's okay. That's where grace comes in. And just continue on loving the light, you know we we talk about how God is love. He is everything that love is. And God also says that he is light. And if we're talking about loving the light, that's loving God, loving Jesus, the light of the world, more than darkness. And once we realize that we don't love Jesus as enough, then it's a it's a it's almost like a a chain is lifted off us cuz we're like okay, like I've been looking at all these different reasons. Why am I still sinning? Why am I loving this darkness? And why am I staying in the dark on these things and not being open? But once you come to that realization, when you're like, "Wow, I don't love Jesus the way I should," it's not a, a guilt trip. You know, it's not. It's not a big trip that we're throwing on ourselves and we're putting, you know, more baggage on our back because, it's like, oh, I don't love Jesus. It, it's actually, it's freeing because you say, you know what? It's right. It's not right that it's the truth. But that's a correct assessment of my current life, and how do I go on? What do I do next? What do I do to get back to that situation where I should be? Obviously, man. There's so many people in the church
0: that, and maybe this is you tonight, that um, you know, you you've been under this bondage and you've been struggling with the same sin for years and years and years, or just sin in general, and you seem you always feel like there's more progress. You know, I really have to work harder because, you know, as soon as I think I got something then something else shows up, and oh, I'm in this constant state of a trip that, you know, th- just just face the facts, face the music tonight, and just kind of let let yourself be okay with the fact that, you know what, you've got the flesh, and your flesh loves darkness, and just let's just all admit that right now, okay, everyone say repeat after me, I don't know, it's, it's true, we are lovers of darkness without the Lord, and um, let's just admit that, because the Bible says that if we are willing to confess that, He's faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and cleanse It's, it's, it's. He wants us to admit that to Him and to ourselves, really, so that He can then move in and start working in our lives. And that's why He died. He didn't die for the fun of it. Yeah. You know, He died because He loved us and He knew that we were in this state and uh, we needed to be forgiven. And um, all He wants us to do, like Jeff said, is have the faith and have enough faith to just step out and say, "Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. I don't. I, I love darkness." I love darkness a lot, and uh, I really need help. Jesus, would you help me? And he'd be willing to do that. And um, that's just an awesome encouragement tonight. If we could if we could live in that reality,
1: I think it would help us battle and conquer the sin that's in our lives. That was a 90s flashback. Blind man, deaf boy. And we can be both of those people sometimes. Mute dog. Yeah. No, sorry. <laughs> blind man you know we can we act like we don't even see the sin in our life because we cover it up in darkness and we're deaf when we hear the conviction of the Holy Spirit we hear God calling us to come out of the darkness we can turn a deaf ear and um you know that's what Brent was saying in the last segment hits it right on the head because it says in 1st John that if we say we don't have sin then we make God out to be a liar and we're not practicing the truth so you know we spend all this time kind of you know like Adam and Eve we cover up our shame with fig leaves and, you know, like God's like, uh, oh, wait, you're naked? I had no idea. <laughs> oh, man, I'm so glad you got those fig leaves. Otherwise, we'd be embarrassed. <laughs> you know, that's what we do with our sin. It's like, let's just cover it up because we don't want to be embarrassed or ashamed. and yeah, Everything's wide open. Yeah, everything's, God's not seeing those fig leaves. I'll tell you what right now, he's not. <laughs> and, you know, we need to let God to come in and, and see our hearts for what they really are. Yeah, are unbelievable. The Ultra. World. This is unbelievable. I cannot believe this. This is unbelievable. This is unbelievable. That was The Voyage of Beliefs by FM Static, a rare appearance by FM Static, and it's time la, 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 for an unbelievable <laughs> segment. <laughs> unbelievable segment. And, <laughs> and without by, further ado, me? Yes. <laughs> Our mm-hmm. unbelievable segment. I mean, I guess we should get to it. I mean, we, we yeah. don't have much time go to get to go. it. But, um, I was thinking go. about you know Adam and Eve. We always think about you know how they wore their fig leaves to cover up their nakedness, and you know if you think about that, what if we kept the trend that they established in the clothing arena, and we all continued to wear plant life as our clothing? What would that look like? People be like, I. It mean, wouldn't look pretty. I would have ivy overalls. They wrap around my shoulders. Ivy overalls. But then, like by the end of the day, it would be like up up my face, and it would be everywhere because ivy just gets everywhere. (laughs) But that that would be ridiculous. And it would itch. You would never wear. Definitely be itchy. You would never wear plants to cover up. Especially, I mean, I have skin irritation. You know, you know, being out in the freshly cut grass stuff, I get like itchy and stuff like that. Can you imagine that being twenty four seven wearing itchy clothing like? Deck me. my bod with bows of holly <laughs>
0: <laughs> Don, we now? Yeah. Okay, uh, that's, uh, that's pretty far away. You know, <laughs> sorry. Got, like,
1: another three weeks, for, three months for that.
0: Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> but, but yeah, we, we throw on some <laughs> like that. Yeah. This, uh, you were just telling, uh, talking about instead of silk,
1: you know? Oh, yeah. You cotton. actually wear the silkworm. Yeah. You can't figure out how to make it silk. Yeah, we don't process like... Because Brent did bring up a good point. He said that we do wear cotton. Yeah. Which is a plant. Cotton, right. you know.
0: We just figured out how to make it like not look like the actual cotton. Can you imagine you just
1: took a plastic bag of cotton balls and just like <laughs> stuck glue on your body oh, and you man. just rolled around getting in getting it? Getting dressed in the morning would take forever. You'd just be a huge arts and craft. <laughs> <laughs> I mean like... Oh, wait, going out on a date. Got to wear some glitter, too. Sprinkle the glitter in there. <laughs> the googly eyes. I'm going to wear my pants with the, uh, ex- with the uh, pipe cleaners that go down the leg. You know, go down the pant.
0: You know. Oh, my gosh. But are those true. beady eyes on your shirt? <laughs> Why not? What? But, uh, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm so thankful that we are like in a modern age and we figured out how to actually like make our clothes. and They actually look somewhat nice. Anyway, if you haven't done so yet in a while, check out our website, www.thealterlife.com. And if you missed this episode, which you didn't because you're hearing me say that, but if you missed a future episode, you can always go on there and check out last week's episode. Um, We try to keep that as current as possible. But, um, you know, we're talking about loving the light. And we all love something. I mean, we're lovers. We just love. We've been created to love. And, of course, we were created to love God. And thanks to Adam and Eve, it's all their fault. Yeah. They screwed it up for <laughs> us all. And then uh, we have Ooh. to suffer now with sin and yeah. all this other stuff. And so we get our love is misguided. And of course our flesh loves the things that we can't have or shouldn't have. And um, but you know, I, I kind of you know, we, we, we find ourselves so deceived and that's the thing I think that I this is kinda of on my heart about this topic is we live our lives so deceived. By the enemy, and he all he wants us to do is to continue in the rut of sin that we we find ourselves stuck in, and um, by making us real by think that if we come out and we actually come out of the closet, so to speak, and say, you know, hey, look, you know, we're uh, we're sinful, and please help, that we're gonna look stupid, you know, and there's gonna be ramifications of that, and um, that we're not gonna want, and uh, that's just deception, man. Once you come out and you clean up you feel so much better, you can breathe people, and then ultimately you're just forgiven by Christ, and that's an awesome thing
1: and, uh, you know, I was just thinking you know, even going back to Genesis, you know it's not where you originally intended to be, but it's such a good picture of loving darkness more than light, and then trying to cover up sin, Uh, you know, when Adam and Eve sinned, they realized they were naked nakedness is always a picture of shame in the Bible or sin. Like if your nakedness is exposed, it means that your sin is open and, you know, you're put to shame, open shame. Everybody sees it. Everybody's ha-ha on you. (laughs) Um, And the biggest flaw with Adam and Eve is that they tried to cover up their sin by saying, okay, yeah, we were naked, but we're not anymore. We're covered up. It's all good. And, you know, God wasn't fooled. God saw that. But what's amazing about God is that he actually took... And slaughtered an animal So that they could be clothed properly And that's such a great picture Of what God You know When Jesus said I didn't come to condemn the world I came so that the world could be saved You know The world was already condemned Adam and Eve Were dead Spiritually As soon as they ate that fruit God made a way For them to Get back to him Immediately It was already in in place And he slaughtered that animal and they were clothed. Their their nakedness was not shown anymore. Their shame was gone. And what a picture that was, pointing all the way to Christ immediately, from the very beginning of time, that God was going to provide someone to take the blame and cover our sin the right way. Not by us covering it, but covering it and removing it from us completely, so that when God looks at us, all he sees is Jesus. Yeah, it's just the parallel to me, I'm
0: just thinking of as my own kids. You know, I have a child who likes to hide his failure (laughs) and um, it grieves me more as a parent when I see my son um, you know transgressing and trying to cover it up than my son who comes to me and says daddy I screwed up you know I'm sorry for you know disobeying or whatever and um, that actually makes my heart happy you know when I see him repentant and I see him um, coming to the light and not hiding it not hiding it not you know being shameful and just kind of coming out and saying it Um, And then I find myself so willing to just jump in and say, it's okay, you know, I'll help you do it next time, blah, 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 instead of being mad at him for trying to get away with it. You know what I mean? And I think there's a parallel there that um, we can hold on to. The alternate. Music.
1: Truth. Real.
0: Period. All right, that was Get You Open by The Ambassador, you know, and just continuing on in this thing that about hiding and being in shame. You know, just thinking about the story of um, Ananias and Sapphira in Acts chapter 5. And it wasn't so much that, you know, if you know the story, they kept back a part of, they sold their possessions and they kept back a part for themselves. But it wasn't that they did that that was so tragically bad that caused them to actually drop dead. It was the fact that they hid and they lied. And one thing that's interesting here is that it says that you have, you have not lied to men, but to God. And when you read First John, he kind of says the same thing. You know, by you not coming clean and not admitting your sin and not admitting that you did something wrong, um, you're actually not just lying to people. It's not just people that you're deceiving. You're deceiving yourself, but ultimately you're lying to God. You're, you're a liar. You know, God calls you that if you say that you're in, you know, you're in the light and you walk in darkness. You're a liar, and um, that's a serious thing. It's not something to joke around about. Um, so. You know where are you at tonight? And that's the challenge. You know where are you at? Are you are you uh, you know trying to hide and trying to deceive everybody to make everyone think that you're doing all right? And um, really, you're just lying to God, or are you um, striving to walk in the light and to live your life out loud and and to be um, transparent, um, no matter what the cost that you may think it may bring? Um, the cost is worse though if you hide.
1: And I'll tell you what, just personal experience, when you come open and clean and you confess. And become accountable. The pain that you think is imminent uh, is a lot less when you're actually honest and open. And 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 Brent was talking about Ananias and Sapphira. And what's so interesting about that story is that Peter gave them the opportunity to come clean. He said, "Is this true that this is all the money?" Like he gave them, like he asked them, like a, you know, they said, "This is all the money, blah blah." blah. And he said, "Are you sure?" <laughs> you know, it's like God's grace is there, and they're like, "Yep." And then Sapphira comes in and he asked her so she has a chance to come clean and be like yeah I know my husband's an idiot I didn't want to do it it's all his fault and and come clean it she she sticks to her guns and ultimately she ends up dead next to her husband but for me I think the enemy was so so I mean I guess you know I love my sin and I love darkness just like everybody else but I think the biggest lie is that we care so much about the material things that may be lost or the, the the reputation that might take a hit or the friendships that might be tarnished or whatever it is that we put on the pedestal above walking holy before our God, like walking blameless and just being completely confident that God is looking into our lives and he is pleased. We put that on a lower standard than, uh-oh, what's that person going to think of me if I tell him that I've been stuck with the sin? And that, you know... <laughs> There's nothing like that last song we played. Nothing left to lose. Like when you get to that point, when that's what you're worrying about, then you know you're in for a great, great, great just hardship, <laughs> basically. You know, I've been on, I've been on the end of uh, the consequences finding me out, and I've also been on the end of coming clean. And I'll tell you what, coming clean is much, <laughs> much better, um, and the healing process is much better that way as well. If you you know you want to remove the speck from your Or the splinter, you don't want somebody else to rip it out because they can't, (laughs) they don't care about your pain tolerance. Let's put it that way. If you ever had somebody else helping you out with an injury or something like that, they don't know your pain tolerance, and that's applicable even to this situation.
0: Yeah, and the verse is But if we walk in the light as he's in the light, we have fellowship one with another, and the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. So that's the promise that you can take to the bank. There's nothing you can really do to prepare to rock. Do you prepare to eat a delicious meal? No. Are you hungry? Then you're going to eat it. And I'm hungry for rock, 24/7.
1: The altar life. With Brent and Jeff. That was no turning back by this beautiful republic, and there's no reason to. Once you come clean, you keep walking in that direction. You know, as we, you know, as we walk in the light, the blood of of Christ cleanses us from sin. The more that you remain, you confess your sins. If you are open that light that shines in its the sin is like a fungus and you shine that light on it and it starts to dry up and the more that you live in the light the more the sin is going to get dried up in your life can't believe it's time
0: to wrap it up already we've been going strong for close to two hours now and I'm just excited about this topic you know I think I think Jeff and I's heart on this really is to just see what would happen you know it's like I always wonder like, what would happen if everyone listening right now um, became honest about their sin and you know, no matter what you think, the consequence is, if we all just came clean on all the things that we're hiding and the darkness that we're loving, and we came out and we just said, you know what, Lord, I want to be cleansed. I want to be. I want to live a life that's wide open before You, because I already know that my life is wide open for You. Um, what would that look like? Would that spark the revival in in this area that we, you know, in the area that you live in, in the school that you're at, you know, at the at your workplace, wherever you are in your life? If you did that, what would happen? You know, and I think the the Bible promises amazing things will happen. That we'll have fellowship with one another that we've never experienced before. We'd have a fellowship with Christ that we've never experienced before. And man, that's just enough for us to just be challenged to do it. Um, and don't be deceived by the fact that you could be missing out on all that stuff because the enemy doesn't want any of that good stuff for us. He just wants us to stay in the, the you know the, yeah. the darkness. Just, yeah, we
1: I don't mean, want that. <laughs> listen, am- amnesty that the word has been declared for all sinners come and confess and you will be forgiven and i think that we forget that and, and i even catch myself like man i wish that if there was an amnesty and like you didn't receive any consequences then everybody would come open about their sin but it's like well in in a true sense there is an amnesty you confess your sin and you repent and god will cleanse you from your sins and all unrighteousness and he'll forgive your sins that's all that's the amnesty right there you don't have to pay the price the ultimate price for your sin why hold on to it why hide it why take the dead man off the cross and wear it around like a suit (laughs) Uh, and that's what we're doing you know and it's a challenge to us to walk and love the light stop loving darkness love the light and uh, we're out of time and we got to go unfortunately but this is a great topic we encourage you all to start walking the light take that first step to to open yourself up to God and to others to stay accountable until next week. Be okay, cool cat. <laughs> Live for Christ. The Altar Life. Music's Music, true, real, period. period.